0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, Michelle Kane with Voice Matters, and my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. Hi, Karen. How are you today? I am doing so great, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing well. Not bad for a Monday, Monday, Monday. Isn't that how it goes (laughs) in the wrestling ring or... Or my like dirt track races, anyway. Yeah, not bad for a Monday. We're in the midst of the holiday season, but we thought we'd talk today about something kind of well. It's kind of funny we saw, but it also is all too real in our world. A little bit of a PR journal smackdown. <laughs> and the smacks went both ways. <laughs> yes. What'd you say about me? <laughs> but um, yeah, it happens that happens happens. we all get frustrated with each other and wonder why we do the things we do the way we do them (laughs) that's so true but my favorite smackdowns always
1: come with a caveat um from a journalist that said that they used to be in pr and as (laughs) the whole dad justifies or that they know all, and maybe it was, you know, 20 years ago and we all know that the world has changed dramatically since that time. So, um, that would be like, you know, any of us pulling out an old job and going, yeah, I did that job, but, but did you do it this year? This <laughs> this year, especially <laughs> This year especially, you know, I I'm just asking for a friend because there are, you know, every, and, I think that goes both ways. There are yeah. plenty of PR people that started on the journalism side. And if they did that 15 years ago, the world is vastly different for our journalist friends as well. So it it is funny, but that they add that in as though like, well, I know and that somehow gives me the authority to be completely, you know, icky to you and criticize your entire profession based on the actions of one person who may be new to the job, untrained. Yeah or completely stressed out and about to jump over a cliff and probably has you know the you know mental health hotline on on hold as they're trying to hold it all together long enough to get to the end of this year
0: right right because a lot of the times the the issue is oh you know you reach out to us you don't get back to us we don't hear from you and all the while not really realizing well we're we're hurting our own cats over here you know, our clients are equally busy and and stretched out as so sometimes it is difficult to get them when the opportunity arises because they're not fully cognizant of the notion that when the opportunity hits, they have to be ready and not just, of course, they can be mentally prepared, but no, you have to be available like now. And um, sometimes that just doesn't get conveyed. (laughs) It is, and and I... So in this particular
1: latest SmackDown, it happened in a private forum, which was so much nicer than it happening on X or happening on one of the open social media platforms, because that's usually where you see it. And I will say that while we joke about this, because, you know, and we can laugh about the things that are said, as a professional, whether you're a journalist or a PR person, it is so demoralizing to... Go to your feed and see something that is belittling your entire profession. Yeah, And I think that there's a few things happening. One is that we do have multi-generations in the workforce. And I think we all have to stop and think about that and that every generation does not work in the same way that another generation works. And I don't mean that, you know, I'm not saying that one generation is superior has a different or a better work ethic. What I'm saying is that some of the things that we assumed early on in our career are not true for every generation. And so we either have to come to a place where, and I do feel some of this is on employers, to... Get everybody aligned on the same page. You need to teach people. Do not make these assumptions. If you are running a PR team, then you need to set the expectation. Here's how you follow up with journalists. Here's the information that you provide in emails. Here's when you use email. Here's when you use Slack. Here's when you make text and phone numbers available. So that your entire team is operating from the same playbook. Don't just send them out into the world and expect that everybody is going to do this job the same way. We have a generation of digital natives. We have actually more than one generation now, digital natives. They do not use the phone to make phone calls. They really do not. Making a phone call seems invasive. And so they don't do it. And by the way, it's not natural to them to provide a phone number in a signature when people just don't use phones like that anymore. They use email, they use text messaging. And um, I just, so I think it's unfair when you say there's no phone number in your email signature, because yeah. not everybody does that anymore. And, and to be honest, a lot of people have been warned against doing that because phone numbers are an identifier. And there's so much fraud out there. We're all trying to protect as much of our information as possible. I get that there are workarounds. Believe it or not, not everyone knows about those workarounds. And not everybody wants
0: those workarounds. Right, right, right. And I think one of the the key things that you honed in on there was, you know, establishing systems. If you have the systems in place, then everyone can at least be on the same page, you know, so much as just, just from the thinking of, okay, all of us might have to step a direction outside of our usual comfort level or patterns, you know, for following the systems for press follow-up or press contact. I think that's one way to, you know, work around it, but you're still not going to fulfill everyone's expectations because that's just for you and your team. That's not for, you know, every single journalist out there and their particular proclivities. Well, and, you know, it's interesting that you brought that up
1: because we all probably devour those how to pitch so-and-so. You know, there's one pitch does this, how to pitch so-and-so, it's, it's X publication. Those are great. However, the way that one person likes to be pitched is not the way another person likes to be pitched. Sometimes right. you're going on track track and there are notes like, I only want to be pitched in the morning from nine to noon in my time zone. I will not answer you if I'm interested. You'll just have to wait. Mm -hmm. I point out that as a PR professional, we are doing outreach to so many journalists. It is impossible to follow everybody's rules to the letter all the time. Sometimes you're just going to blow it sometimes with good reason. Sometimes you're needing to pitch a set of journalists on something that is time sensitive and you are trying to get your work done and serve your client. So you may send an email that comes at 1230 rather than by the new cutoff, God forbid. I yeah. personally try to adhere to all those rules, but I'm saying it's, it's really unfair and unrealistic to burden PR people Do the best. Always be respectful. Make sure that you're pitching on target, that it's relevant to that journalist. But outside of that, there are just some things that we may not get perfectly. Please do not burn us at the stake if we miss one of your particular rules. If we use three sentences instead of two, or if our word count is five words over your maximum, please do not berate a poor PR person for that because- They're not trying to be disrespectful. They're not trying to ruin your day. I mean, and I would say the same, like if journalists turn that around and you had to memorize all the rules for working with the, the PR people that you work with, you would go insane and you already have enough on your plate. We honestly are trying to make your jobs easier and we're also trying to get our jobs done. And by the way, sometimes the people that we work with and are working on behalf they're not being the easiest so yeah. give us a break
0: yeah i think i think what you hit on there is that look we're all doing our best right and sometimes if if someone's best doesn't measure up to your best well give it some grace just just count to five scream write the scathing post and delete it. But, you know, uh, sure. Are are there absolute buffoons in any profession? Absolutely. What are you gonna well, do? But don't yeah. always go from zero to you're the worst. I'm gonna scream about it somewhere.
1: And I mean, you know, this this one particular rant was about a journalist and a PR pro that were working together. And then one couldn't find the other. There, The communications weren't being answered. I want to tell you that that happens on a daily basis in media relations for every PR pro that I know, at least the solos. I don't know what's going on in-house, but I can tell you every solo PR pro, 100% of us experience this routinely. Sometimes it's just because the journalist is just overwhelmed and can't answer everybody. When you're already established and working together, because I, I, I promise you, Every single time, even when there's a yes, even when there's interest, even when you're happy that we brought you information, even when you're in the middle of writing, sometimes you guys go away and we don't hear from you. Even when we've recorded something or done an interview and you tell us to do something and we come back immediately, we don't always hear from you right away. And we get it. Life is overwhelming right now for everyone. God forbid though, that the tables are turned and it's you who can't get in touch with a PR pro now I will say I don't think that that's ever professional I'm sorry if there's a problem speak up but here's the thing that I've noticed people don't know how to communicate and they don't like to communicate bad news they don't like to communicate you know if you're a PR pro we have a younger generation that just does not, not know how to speak up and say, hey, I'm, having, I'm working really hard to get the response back from my client and they are not answering me. I'm so sorry. I know this is frustrating. They don't understand the value of protecting the relationship with journalists. You're not throwing your client under the bus, but you're tactful in how you're managing it. Yeah. They just say nothing because it they're just not comfortable with it. I mean, have you ever gone into a store and watched how people don't even want to say hello because it's, it's like this foreign thing now. And it's, it's sad to me, of course. And I do think that if you're in PR, that we need to do a better job of of training our incoming, you know, PR people on soft skills, as well as, as well as, as well as the hard skills. But Michelle, I love that you use the word grace. It's so appropriate. We just need to all give each other some grace yeah. And yes, it's frustrating. It is it makes everyone's job so frustrating and we've all had those moments where you want to scream into a pillow or go throw axes after work because can I just get my job done?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true and what you said about communication is so important. You know, it's like we're we're reluctant to give an update that maybe isn't ideal. But yeah. I always tell people, I would rather you tell me some the same information two and three times than not at all. Just hit me. Hit me with it. You know, I know how to hit the delete key if I don't want it to hear it again. You know, it's like, is it yeah. it's really not that that hard to do? And and it is true. We're we're so almost used to the this passive means of communication that we just don't want to do. But it. it's like, oh do I have to do that? It's like, yeah, just do it. It it really. It's kind of, you know, we've all seen the the different memes or the comics of, you know, that feeling when I did that task that took 10 seconds that I've been dreading for 10 weeks. Just do it. <laughs> I mean, it's part of being
1: in business and being a professional. And we really do need to get back to training people how to talk to one another and how to handle difficult conversations because. I feel like this is becoming a, a lost art and it's playing out, not only in the workforce, it's playing out in families. How many parents are just not having hard conversations with their kids or, yeah. you know, teachers are, are dealing with parents when they tell them something that's not favorable in the nicest way possible. The parent's going off on the teachers we we're going to become a society where we just don't want to talk to anyone and we never address anything and that that's just not a good place to be and so while not defending the actions of a pr person or a journalist who just drops out of communication with you unless they're sick or something else is going on and that's the other thing you never know what people are dealing with in their personal lives. sometimes people are working through illness sometimes they are grieving and they just really are not themselves. Maybe they're dealing with pressures at work that just are overwhelming. And so we do have to take a step back. Um, But even with those hard things, if you really are just not yourself, you don't have to disclose all of your personal information, but it's about communicating and letting people know at least like Hey, I got your email. I'm so sorry. I have some things going on and I'm really behind. Here's where we are.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just to check in, you know, Hey, I'm sorry if I've been unavailable to you. I really apologize. Here's, here's the latest status. That's it. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Even if the other person's making it a big deal, you don't have to answer at that level, right? You don't have to meet them at the the same volume or level of annoyance. You can just sail on that's the beauty of email (laughs) you don't have to just respond like that in the same tone but
1: please be available by a channel that you have set don't just ignore
0: that channel exactly yeah that's all we ask have some grace don't ignore it it really won't hurt let's just keep each other updated let's help us do what we do because goodness knows there's enough going on around us to to add to our stress so we don't want to do that But we hope you've gotten some value out of our time together today. If you do, please share it around. Please um, hit us up with your best stories at soloprpro.com. We would love to hear that. And until next time, thanks for listening to That Solo Life.